0: Everybody, welcome back to Afros and Combos. Hey, y'all. Yay. As always, like and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on social media at Afros and Combos on IG. Email us at Afros Check out the website at Afros and How's everybody doing? Great. Doing good wonderful the weather is nice and 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 glorious and we've gotten outside got some vitamin d i feel like my deficiencies is is, you know (laughs) leveling out a little bit you know a little moved and lifted a little bit you know the weather's been nice y'all gotten out and enjoyed some of the weather yeah Yeah, sure did got my bike rack out the attic look at you went for a (laughs) little bike (laughs) ride All right. Well, as you all know, it is time for trending combos. So, let's go ahead and dive on in. Who would like to go first? I I can go first. So, we have been talking about this developing story for quite a while. <clears throat> that Deion Sanders is now coaching Jackson State University. Mm-hmm. Well, they had their first game. Yeah, oh. and it was an abs- it was a shutout and a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> they won fifty three to zero against Edward Waters College. I don't know them people. Yeah, I never he- never heard of them. They in Florida, but I was also like, I mean. I know at TSU or most schools, little preseason games or working up to conference play, those kind of little gimme games, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. most of the times you probably going to win. So I didn't know if this was that situation because with COVID, what is the season even? Look oh, like? yeah. I've never yeah. heard of this school. Jackson State is, a, is in a swag. I've never heard of this school, so I'm pretty sure they not swag. So I would think that it's some kind of preseason game, but I don't know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm excited about the W, but at the same time, I don't really know if it actually means anything. Yeah, yeah. Do y'all know anything? About- T- TBD. No, I don't know. I, I I've also <laughs> I've never heard of that school. I did see the blowout and also was appreciative of the of the of the skull. You know, but yeah. you know. A, a, you know, we went to HBCU too, so we know that them beginning get. I don't know if every school is like that. Maybe I don't know, but I know that you know HBCUs. We have kind of like exhibition games that don't really matter, don't really mean anything. And you know, I kind of figured that because I I did not recognize the school name at all. Yeah, yeah. Me Me I'm either. just glad like
1: that it was. It yeah.
0: was just the initials, and I had to Google it. I didn't mm-hmm. even know what. The, 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 you know. Yeah. But also not only did they win, but Troy Aikman came to the game. I saw that. Came to like show love to yep. Dion. I was like, yep. wow, like, like that's huge. Even I mean, even just for them to be playing in front of Troy Aikman is like a no yep. very big deal. Yeah. So I'm here for it all around. I hope they continue to have a good season. Not gonna lie, I have no idea what my alma mater has done. Has their season started? <laughs> have they won a game? I That's have no so clue. bad. But you know, I'm here for everything Jackson State is doing right now. Mm-hmm. Next up, so, did y'all hear about uh, Jeep coming under fire now? No. <laughs> because, well, the chief of the Cherokee Nation has asked Jeep to stop using their tribe's name, which I'm like, oh. are we just now getting around to this? Because, I mean... Yeah, I would have thought that would have been offensive a long time, a long ago. time ago. Yeah. Like yeah. the Washington Redskins, why was this not on that same list of things? Let's stop talking about. So the brand has been using that name for forty five years, and I mean, I would say this is even more blatant than the Washington Redskins because, like Redskins, mm-hmm. like that's an offensive like term, but yeah. it's not the actual name of an actual real tribe mm-hmm. and you just take their tribal name and make it into the name of one of your vehicles and then you just sell it and that's just okay <laughs> like that's insane <laughs> to me you're making money you off their people's actual real name and made it into a line of vehicles and they have to actually fight you and ask you to stop using their name that's insane um, but yeah, I mean, I would think that if any, if at any point in time, they've had the momentum to actually potentially see some change mm-hmm. now would be, now it's a good time. Yep. Um, I think last year would have been an even better time. Yeah. I mm-hmm. was like, y'all, mm-hmm. y'all a little late to be jumping on the change bandwagon. People was actually kind of trying to make some moves in 2020. So, but you know, I mean, Hey, we'll, we'll see. Uh, because Jeep said that they are committed to a respectful and open dialogue. So hmm. that dialogue might be some kind of settlement. We ain't you changing the name, we'll drop you a few coins, but yeah, right. who knows? Um so the last thing that I have is have y'all have y'all been listening to Idris Elba's music? No. Mm-mm. Wait have you heard it at all Mm-mm. I heard that he That there was music Surrounding his name but no I did not Go out and look for it Mm-mm. Yeah and he so Surprise surprise he's, he's a rapper Now apparently like yeah. okay. Everyone else but he Said that he got I mean like he been, He said he been in the studio I only heard a snippet of One song and it wasn't My Forte but and it didn't really sound like it's definitely not like hardcore hip hop, it's, it's more um, it sounded honestly more Euro to me, mm, mm-hmm. which I mean, that would make sense, makes because, sense, yeah, yeah, that's who he is. But I didn't think it was bad, I thought, I mean, you probably think it's pretty. Trash-like if you're not Into that type of hip-hop if that, mm-hmm. stop, if that kind of rap Is not what you're used to Then you probably won't like it But it wasn't terrible Which is honestly what I expected it to be But he said he got Meg the Stallion coming out On one the oh, on wow. track Coming out soon uh, Yeah and the Nigerian guy What's his name? David O Y'all know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Y'all know that dude? Yeah, I well, probably if, like a, if he has mainstream music, I probably know it, but I don't know. Yeah, he like a big deal in like the Afrobeat space, um, mm-hmm. and he do a lot of features on some stuff that y'all have probably heard. But yeah, he said he been in the studio and he got some hits coming. So look, y'all look out for Idris because wow, I mean, does he have a rap name? Because I feel like he can't be Idris Elba in the <laughs> music space the same way he is in the acting space. I wonder if he like have plans to like genuinely make money off of it or if it's just like what he wants to do because like money is in touring right and like are you planning to actually tour this music because I mean you also are an actor and I mean yeah and then well I don't and I think it probably depends on yes I think most money is in touring but also I think it depends on I mean does he have like a record deal is he funding this himself where is the studio at oh that's house? fair like, that's fair uh, I think so that would make a difference in what yeah. he would need to do to make a profit make or money that's what, fair whatever so mm-hmm. who knows? and then you know if he in movies he might have the ability to get his songs on some soundtracks that's true he can license and negotiate yep. be, yeah that's so, true I don't know what he got going on But, yeah, that's all I can. Okay, well, I'll go next. Um, Just to throw in a little health information here, uh, the coronavirus deaths, um, that number fell by 20% uh, last week, according to the World Health Organization. Um, I think a majority of that was contributed to the winter storms that no one could go anywhere. So the contraction of COVID was also low. I mean, but no, but last week, I mean, they would have to have been infected before last week to die last week, right? Not necessarily, but mostly. Because there are people who've been, who've gotten COVID and died within a day or two. But that's not the majority of people. True. Well, that we think, that we know of. But, But yes, the death spell. And according to the World Health Organization, they hope to continue to see this trend. Because it was not only American, it was worldwide. So, mm. But I want to say how we, as America, surpassed half a million deaths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, what? Yeah. Uh, and what's, like, even more sad is that I remember hitting a 100,000, and it was such a big deal. Yeah. And it was all over yeah. everything, and it yeah. was so... Uh, momentous and like, uh, like everyone was talking about it is this huge milestone. Mm-hmm. Now we done flew to 500,000, so we didn't pass 200, 300, 400. Ain't nobody talking about that. It's like, it's not, it's like, oh yeah, another 100,000 people died, and it's just like, it's nothing. Yeah. And we're like trampling over the other countries. Like, we, we have the highest deaths in the world. But I, yeah. Yeah, all stay safe out here wear you your mask yeah. but also in terms of uh, the winter storms did you guys hear about the truck guy the who? the truck guy so there was this guy with this big truck in Texas um, and he literally rescued 500 people because he had a big truck all wheel drive, snow chains and he was just like I mean I have plenty of gas plenty of resources let me just go help these people get stuck so they give this story of this woman, it was in the Washington Post, uh, who was trying to get to her parents' house and got stuck. And this other person was driving by and it was like, oh, the truck guy gonna come get you out. And she was like, what? And he came down her out and dragged her two or three miles to her parents' house. And he did this for 500 people in Texas. He's pulling cars? Or what, what exactly is he doing in this truck? Yeah, he's pulling cars.
1: Wow. So, yeah. like, people
0: who are stuck on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Stuck on the side oh, of the road. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. thinking he rescuing people out their houses. I'm uh, like, no, what is not- he <laughs> taking them to? Like, he got a shelter set <laughs> no up? clear. Yeah, oh, he, rescued okay. Okay. he rescued people who he stuck on the side of the road. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm with you. Well, that was great. And then it was another story about this woman who, um, she was an Uber driver. So, she was trying to get one last uh, drop off, you know, get her little money before the storm came and she got stuck in the stupid driveway so she kept trying to get out and then ran like the tree could get out the family welcomed her in her home welcomed them into her home for the Welcome whole her into their home mm-hmm, welcomed her into their home for the whole entirety of that snowstorm Oh wow. oh, wow. I thought you were wow. going to say, the tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. so for, a little, for a little dinner. <laughs> you can get a little warm by the fire. You can use the phone. I know you for the long call. Wow. That's awesome. No, that's, that's incredible. I mean, yeah. It's, it's definitely times like this and situations like this that bring out uh, kindness and people that they should mm-hmm. absolutely be showing all the time. Yeah, one hundred percent of the time. Yes, um, yeah. Let's see it. Yeah. yeah, and she was there for five days specifically, but apparently oh, she wow. lived. Yeah, she lived pretty far away, and there was no way she was gonna get there. And I don't, I don't know if anyone could come to her. I don't, you know, I don't know why they was like, come on, come to my house and fresh it up. Okay, I got two more things, and then I'm done. Um. So you guys know we have been talking about the immigration plan that um, Biden had set forth to reunite. They have reunited mm-hmm. 105 migrant children thus far. Hmm. That oh, is, that's that great. That were separated under the Trump administration. So that's awesome. And my last. That was thing, fast. Yeah, I wonder yeah. how they did it. I didn't. They didn't really like show the mechanism, but I'm really interested in how they did that. Yeah, because the whole story behind all of that was the lack of record keeping and like tracking these kids and tracking their families and all of that. Like, so that that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's a good start. I'm like, I'm a little more hopeful about that initiative that you put in place. And the last thing is Gladys Knight is performing the national anthem at the 2021 NBA All Star Game. Hmm. What y'all think about Gladys before we have the All-Star game? I think I think Gladys need to go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Personally. I mean, oh, I think geez. the NBA All-Star weekend oh, altogether should not be happening. And I think if it is happening, <laughs> somebody the, the age of Gladys Knight should not be up in there. Second of all. to go sit down. I okay. do. That was my first thought. Yes. Because mm-hmm. 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 I mean, it ain't like what this is some huge prestigious event. I mean, I was like, why are y'all? Today? Today? She, gonna be, she, she gonna be at the slam dunk contest. <laughs> 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 no, nobody care about that. Yeah, honestly, like, even from just like a. a, a In a normal circumstance, maybe in a normal circumstance, they wouldn't ask her. But, like, in a normal circumstance, like, I'm shocked that Gladys would agree to do that. Like, that's, like, an ultimate step down from your prestige level. So, I, yeah... I thought that was so random. I was like, why is Gladys doing the it? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 interesting. That's real interesting. Where's she from? Where's she living? she living in Atlanta? She's, she's from Atlanta. Or at least lives in Atlanta currently. And maybe that was Gladys. part of maybe this, I was say, it. Maybe that might have been it. I would like to hope that if you're going to go forward with an event of this magnitude during mm-hmm. a pandemic, I would like to hope you would at least try to use local talent. Yeah. Atlanta got a lot of local talent that's I way don't. below the caliber of, of Gladys Knight though so way, way below I... the age of Gladys Knight we're <laughs> <Gladys. laughs> all glad to be safe that's all we yeah. alright well you know um, I want to start at you know we, we've talked a little bit about this offline well okay before I even start I want to highlight the fact that you know tiger woods was in a very tragic accident Mm -hmm. um so our thoughts and prayers are with him we we're praying for a speedy recovery for him because it sounded really bad but Mm -hmm. um uh reports are saying or doctors are saying that you know he's conscious and you know is awake and all that stuff so like hopes for a very speedy recovery and as painless as possible because it sounds like it's going to be painful but yeah um so thoughts and prayers were him and his family um i wanted to move on and talk about a topic that we have talked about offline and you know it was various degrees of agreement disagreement um ted cruz so <clears throat> we mentioned texas you know camille mentioned texas texas was in a record-breaking o hello like it was really cold down there like the belows, blows you know when you talk about blows that means it's real cold like yeah it was cold um well u.s senator ted cruz decided to leave from texas and uh in the middle of the the big freeze and fly to cancun mexico uh you know he said that it was a trip that was his daughter's idea you know his daughters said that they want us going on vacation mind you his daughters are 10 and 12 so you know they do what mommy and daddy tell them to do. They're 10 and 12. So how they're directing you to take them on a vacation, like, I don't know. But, you know, okay. So he initially said, you know, when he got seated and was in his flight, he felt immediately that it was a bad idea. And, you know, as soon as he made it to Cancun, he booked his return flight because he something just wasn't right within him. He just It just didn't sit right with him so he booked a return flight now he did book a return flight but i don't know about the something within him not feeling right yeah what didn't feel right is when he landed and he saw all that press coverage of how ted is a flying ted and ted and flew and then fled the country and lying ted and all that stuff so you know whatever so got heat mm-hmm. well um leaked texts came out from you know neighbors started leaking texts that were a group conversations and essentially the story got out that it was his wife's idea who said yes of course because his his kids are 10 and 12 um who (laughs) said that she wanted to go to mexico no she said that her house was freezing duh because you're in the middle of a freeze you know and uh just like everybody else you ain't got no power so you know yeah you're freezing everybody freezing you know so uh uh, she suggested to her friend group in that in the group text that they take a trip to uh the, the Ritz Carlton out in out in the Cancun, you know. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the story. And and Ted called them folks who let, leaked the text some assholes, you know. So you can tell he ain't happy about that, you know, because they blew his cover. You know, he was out here lying and blaming it on the daughters, and now my wife is the one who did it, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah, I want to say that, um, I yeah, Ted is in Raphael. Ted Cruz is a is an elected official, and I understand and I recognize that. However, I. You know, I don't know what's wrong with this picture. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, generally speaking, I think, yes, we all work hard to be able to attain, uh, you know, the, the resources to be able to provide our family with to better circumstances. And your family is currently freezing. Your daughters are cold. Your wife cold. You have the resources to take them to somewhere warm. What is more American than that? nothing so yeah you know while I I despise the tedded of the cruises I just (laughs) didn't really see nothing 100% wrong I I I get the PR standpoint and he's a politician and all that I get that like yes that is a bad PR move but a just in general like I don't see nothing wrong with that what what are y'all thoughts on that um so I think just from a a general standpoint no I don't see anything wrong with him taking his family to someplace warmer whether that be a neighboring state or a neighboring country <laughs> um, I mean if you have the resources if I have the resources I would do what's best to protect my family I mean mm-hmm. when you think about I was reading a story about this little boy who literally died yeah. in, in his Dead of hypothermia in Texas because they didn't have no power in their house. Like, how how crazy would that be for one of his children to die in they bed of hypothermia when you have the resources to remove your family from this situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, as if your constituents are um suffering, I would think that as an elected official, you would be doing everything within your capacity to aid those people. Now, if aiding them is something that can be done over we then you can do that for Mexico. <laughs> but if aid is something that needs to be done on the ground in a hands-on, I mean, if you actually knocking on doors asking people for money or something, which if that man had stayed in Texas, he wouldn't be doing that, but he I'm would. just saying it, that. Right? It is um, But if if you have the ability to help from a place of warmth and safety, then I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, I agree. I think he may. I just wait, wait. Pause. 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 I just also want to say I don't think that he would have done any more helping by staying in Texas than he would have done being in Mexico. Agreed, wholeheartedly. Yeah. all y'all voted for him. Uh, the people of Texas, we, y'all know he doesn't do much. Anyway, that's a whole other conversation. But I agree. I think maybe he, for the political aspect, can we have flown private? You, like, <laughs> <laughs> you all at the airport? So you got people you got your picks that maybe flown private. But I don't see a difference in him being in Texas versus being in Mexico with the position that he's in, like. Then he and the memes have blessed me though. I have been blessed by the memes that are a result <laughs> of, of him. And then he he tried to do too much to to cover it up. Absolutely. Yes, that, yes. You, you you now you you helping you carrying water. You weren't gonna carry water before, and now your yes. it, it was your daughters, and it's actually your wife. You you did too much because because honestly the carrying and the passing out of the water mm-hmm. that is a slap in the face uh-huh. with some as someone who has the resources that you have you are much more effective in an office, on a phone, sending an email, using your contacts to be able to get donations. You are much more effective in that capacity than you are out here passing out some water. You are clearly just passing out water because you are trying to save face. And it's just like, I mean, look, if you actually want to help, like this is passing out water is not doing it. Yeah, and, and and again to 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 put a pen. It's it's not helping from him because of the connections that he has. Yes. And that is not the most valuable yes. use of his abilities. Right. Yes. Like you specifically as a U.S. senator are so much more valuable than you standing out here and handing out water. Not only is it a slap in the face, it's a waste of time, a waste of energy, a waste of resources. And you're only doing it to save face, which again goes back to if he would have just flew to Mexico, stayed in Mexico and, and just bit the political bullet of this then he could have been way more effective and even spun that a little bit better than what she's spinning this like okay now i'm in mexico and i'm staying in mexico and i'm gonna make all of these calls and look at all of this that i did while i was sitting in mexico versus now you flying back you going on press tours you in all of these radio shows and all this stuff to do damage control again wasting time doing damage control and then standing outside and handing out water and doing all this other stuff to again do damage control you so worried about your political future and whatever that you done potentially screwed up mm-hmm. and i mean you're not doing anything now like i don't know i just I, I in general i i i didn't see anything wrong with this and then i felt like he just dug himself a even deeper hole with trying to do damage control so you know more power to you ted i just you know whatever mm-hmm. Oh, cookie. you know? i got a side note did y'all see these folks' electricity bills in Texas? Yeah, yeah. So the 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 electricity situation in Texas, where basically they've deregulated it and it's run by private co- like companies and all of that. So essentially, it, it when demand goes down, your price goes down. When demand goes up, your price surges. Well, because demand was high which is what even caused the outages in the first place like there was it it was this whole mess like they were supposed to do rolling blackouts to be able to curb some of the demand and all this other stuff so that they can keep power and you were only supposed to be out without power for like 45 minutes to an hour and then have it roll over to the next and all this other stuff but it didn't work because there's no regulation and they're doing whatever they want to do to increase the bottom line and all this other stuff well because demand surged the prices surged, and people are getting electricity bills in the tens of thousands of dollars. Yes. Yes. For for a month, right? Like their monthly electricity bill has been in the tens of thousands of dollars because there was such a high demand for electricity, so high that it it blacked out much of Texas, but the cost that is associated with that high demand has netted people tens of thousands of dollars of electricity bills. So, yes. I mean, that's for the people who actually had electricity. How are you going to send me a tens of thousands of dollars worth of bill and I ain't got no electricity? Both. I, I think even when it, it cut, cut back, back on, on. on, even when it cut back on and all like the prices associated with the demand of the electricity, even when it cut back on, probably was still super high. And so the, the cost is just you know, add it up on top of each other, but you know, um, it obviously there's lawsuits going on and there will be more lawsuits going on to get this, uh, situated. There's probably going to be, you know, hearings and and oversight a little bit more. So hopefully that this isn't an issue moving forward because it's been, it's, it's been crazy. It's, it's, it's been nuts, but yeah. Um, moving on we have been talking and I thought about doing this when the show first started, but I said, no, nah, cause it's probably going to be boring. And it, and it has been boring, but the outside developments have not been boring the bachelor. So mm-hmm. listen now, uh, I, as I've said before, Matt James is the bachelor. He's the first black bachelor that the franchise has had. As I've said before, and many times his season is the most boring that I have witnessed. And I watched a lot of Bachelors, um, probably almost all of them. Um, And it's quite boring, but there's a lot of drama surrounding it. So as we said, just a little backstory, if you haven't listened, um, but you should have listened, but just a little backstory, one of the, the, the leaders, the, the, what, what's like the person who's the fr- the front runner is oh. essentially uh, she's been caught with Twitter going back and doing research on her, her social media activity. And she's been caught liking posts um, with the Confederate flag in the background. She's been caught uh, retweeting QAnon conspiracies. And she got caught in a picture of, with a antebellum themed plantation themed sorority party well chris harrison got on and was battling with rachel Lindsay, who was the first black bachelorette and it was conversations about whether or not you know that was just whether or not she should have had the photo whether or not it was racist all this other stuff Because Chris Harrison refused to kind of uh, denounce it, he essentially decided to step down after he received huge backlash for what the conversation between him and Rachel Lindsay. So the franchise, according to producers, there is, quote, a lot of work being done behind the scenes to make appropriate changes and proper moves going forward with the franchise. And that is in reference to what Chris Harrison's future is going to be with the franchise. So currently his future is uncertain. He may not be returning, you know? Oh no. I don't know. But the bachelor Matt James has uh broken his silence and I I hate that phrase, break your silence cuz you it it implies that he has to speak on something and he he doesn't. Like he doesn't. But anyway, it implies that someone's like waiting for him to what? speak. Yeah. 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 Yeah, honestly don't care. But anyway, he broke his silence and said that, you know, this experience has been quote, the most challenging of his life. Um, and that the front runners actions were disappointing. Um, so that's what Matt has had to say. And he said that, you know, this won't be the last time that you hear from him. He's, he's processing right now. So, you know, but he'll, he'll be, he'll be back. Um, in terms of what's going to happen with the host, um, I posited before on the show that I thought Rachel Lindsay would be a great addition to to, you know, fulfill Chris Harrison's role. It sounds like she don't really want the job though. So, Rachel Lindsay said to People magazine that she thinks that the former NFL linebacker Emmanuel Acho, is that his name? Last name, I don't, it's A C H O that he would be a great replacement for chris harrison he's also the host of uncomfortable conversations with a black man it's like a youtube series or something some show that he's done um and she highlighted the fact that he does not have connections with the franchise would make him unbiased and all of these things so she she, she suggested him um random. super random don't know how I would feel about that. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um what y'all think y'all think Chris Harrison done? Um I don't know. I think it's possible. <laughs> I think this is a great opportunity for somebody to come off the bench and um be a Tannehill. Is that the Titans? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That the mm-hmm. Titans. That's- quarterback quarterback. Quarter. Yep. No. This position. But yeah, this is a great opportunity for somebody to come off the bench and like kill it and then they be like, Chris who? And completely forget that he existed. But also, I mean, if they... Ooh, you know who might be good? Well, I don't know. No, never mind. Ooh, but I thought about Michael Strahan, but then I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I think he would be good. But then I thought about... Do you think that this would be a, a step in the right direction for Michael Strahan? No. Um, no. No. I didn't. No, because Michael Strahan, he, that man got his hand up in some of everything. Yeah. He everywhere. Um, yeah. That was a total mid thought. I don't even <laughs> remember what I was saying. But oh, saying yeah. But also, years. if they get somebody whack in there that is like, it's Twitter campaigns to bring back Chris, yeah. then I think that they'll probably give it some time let it die down then bring it back that's true i do feel like this is like a make or break moment for the front. not necessarily break but like this is an opportunity for the franchise to really like skyrocket out if they like land this spot right or it could be a reputational hit because like we don't like who you picked and this was a rush to judgment and all sorts of stuff so yeah that's true that's good i yeah. think he coming back y'all I think you he's gonna do. do some little diversity training, uh something that they gonna publicize, he's gonna be out there playing with the little black kids and and, and he coming back. I think he's coming back. Even Man. if even if he's replaced for a season, I think he's coming back. But like so you think it would be maybe like what is this? The Bachelor So what's next? Paradise? Mm-hmm. So, so you or no. Is Paradise next? Or is Paradise usually between The Bachelor and Bachelorette? So let's just say Paradise is next. He wouldn't host Paradise, but then after that when it's The Bachelorette, he'd be back? Mm-hmm. Are you saying he missed like one season of a the whole show? Cycle. Like, it's a whole yeah. cycle. Yeah, a whole cycle in the franchise and then come back. I think he'll be back for Bachelorette. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. My hypothesis. We'll see. Just because of his longevity, like he is the face of He's the constant. Franchise. He is the constant. But I do think it's a unique opportunity for the, to, them to bring into bring in someone unique, diverse. I don't know if they're going to seize that opportunity. If they landed a a, a Michael, because I don't think Michael Strahan would take it, and I don't think he should take it. But if they landed somebody like Michael Strahan, I think it would be lights out for Chris. But I don't know who is a Michael Strahan that ain't Michael Strahan. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm gonna look up all YouTube, boys though, see we talk about I don't, I, fit, I, don't... I don't think he would be a good fit though. I don't think he would be a good fit, and you can't and I feel like you can't just like rebound to a black guy just because it was like, <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. like I think the person still has to genuinely be a good fit for the show, you know yeah. What I mean? yeah. yeah, 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 well, um. I would be remiss as a reality TV show and enthusiast to not mention uh, Married at First Sight. Uh, I just gotta briefly, briefly touch on it So Married at First Sight, if you don't know The premise of the story, basically they Pair a bunch of strangers, they go to a city They interview a bunch of strangers and they pair them up to get married And they've never met each other, the first time they meet each other Is at the altar, and then the the show Just journeys their whole life From the Walking, well a little bit before So like now they have bachelor parties or Whatever, whatever, and then meeting At the aisle, and then to decision day, which is what, six, how many weeks, nine weeks, some, something like that, a shorter period. Cause it used yeah. to be like 12 weeks and now it's much shorter. Yeah. I think it's like nine or something like that. Maybe I think it's nine. It might be six or nine. One of those, those numbers are jumbling in my head for whatever reason. But after this, this experiment, quote unquote um, at the end of it, they meet the experts and they make a decision of whether or not they want to stay married or get a divorce. Well, this season they are in Atlanta and I only want to draw attention to, uh, one couple, um, that is Chris and Paige. They are, um, a black couple that is on the show. Um, you know, they, they even made it to Wendy Williams, uh, hot topics, you know, Wow that's how bad they are like they they real real bad um so i just want to do a couple highlights so at the wedding chris asked her about birth control about whether or not she was on birth control chris daddy was looking at her like he wanted a piece of page um you know he tell chris tells Paige at the reception that he was previous previously engaged um which generally speaking wouldn't necessarily be a red flag, but it is a red flag because he was previously engaged that same year, which I did the math and I finagled a little numbers. I feel like Chris was engaged less than six months before filming starts. So that means that he applied even earlier than that, right? So we're talking about a couple months, maybe at the point, or he might've even been engaged at the point that he applied to be on the show. So, you know, that's there Um, on the night of the more on the night of the wedding and the morning after they were intimate. They slept together on both times and uh later chris went to go get them some breakfast and he said he was gonna go get some menus he was gone for over an hour and he came back up and told Paige that he had a panic attack because he was not attracted to her although he slept with her twice um but you know um then they went on a honeymoon and chris receives a call from his ex-fiancé to say that his ex-fiancé is six weeks pregnant did you hear me six weeks pregnant which that. means six weeks prior mm-hmm. all right and then uh you know also there's the whole you know story chris exclusively talks about money and how much money he makes and how exclusive i mean how exclusive, how successful he is and you know but but baby still wear hollister shirts and i didn't even know hollister still sold shirts but he'd be wearing the little <laughs> hollister shirts and uh he and he had like a fresh set for, for vacation when you know so it's like okay so you you freshly went to the mall and found a hollister and googled hollister near me for you to go find them shirts because i didn't even know the house but yeah it's been a complete and utter shit show um and i just want to say that um as much as i love the drama i also feel like what these reality shows are losing credibility. Like, I mean, credibility has been on the downward spiral, but this is bad. Like, I what are we even watching? Like, I, I enjoy drama from the general couples who are, like, actually going on to try, but it's like, just something ain't working. But this looks like this could have been uh, s- scouted out from the beginning, and they shouldn't have casted Chris to begin with. Um, and it honestly, even as somebody who loves the drama, and I still love the drama, it makes me like question, like why, why am I watching this show? Because now, now it's like you set me up for the okie doke, basically. Yeah. So yeah. That's that's how I've been feeling. I feel like y'all producers on these reality shows, y'all need to be a little bit more careful and hiding your mess. We know that you looking for ratings and clicks and all this other stuff, but like this is a little this this you did not do any due diligence. And if you did do di- due diligence, y'all was negligent and somebody need to be fired. That's absolutely that's what I have to say. Yeah. Cause if I was that girl, I would be so mad uh-huh. that I have trusted you and you have brought me. Someone who is still involved with an ex fiance from like yesterday. Yep. Like, no, that's not okay. Like, I have made sacrifices, I have uh, rearranged my life to accommodate what you told me would be a viable option, and he is not. Mm mm. Like yeah, how did, how did they miss all? Like, I don't understand how they missed that. You could just scroll on the Instagram page and see a few engagement shots. Yeah, six weeks pregnant. Yeah, and Twitter found her engagement ring. You know, we we didn't see the engagement ring, baby. The, babe, the ring, watch. the ring, nice. The ring was nice. nice you know <laughs> the ring was nice, but I'm just saying, like, I this. Ooh. again and y'all know I love drama like I I, that's why I watch reality tv but and I know generally speaking it's fake but I don't want it to be this fake like this is bad like even me like watching it I'm just like I I cannot believe and then uh, Honestly, the part about it that is most frustrating for this show in particular is because, like Drea said, this this girl's coming on and she done rearranged, changed her whole life to potentially find a husband and all this other stuff. Like, how devastatingly like y'all have screwed her life up. Like yeah, for ratings. And it like I understand that ultimately this entire thing you you pitched it as an idea, as an experiment, because you thought it was going to make money and you thought people were going to watch it. But people would watch it even if it is generally like, these are people who we think would be paired together and people just watching marriages play out. That is still yeah. interesting. It doesn't have to be this crazy. This has been crazy. Because yeah. the idea of arranged marriage in America is, such a taboo it's such a foreign concept um but in some other places that's perfectly normal Mm -hmm. but it's still entertaining from an American audience because Indian Matchmaker, was that the name of that Mm -hmm. show that was Mm -hmm. on Netflix? I watched that show. I did too. too. That that was an interesting enough concept that an American audience would be willing to watch it. So there is appeal to it just because it is arranged marriages but at the same token like these are actual people's lives. Yep. Yep. And apparently y'all just setting them up with anybody. Yep. Yep. Yeah. so that, that that was yeah as, as somebody who loves drama and who loves mess on TV this has is, this is even bothered me like this is crossing the damn line like y'all done did a lot y'all done did a lot but yeah that's all I got any final thoughts you guys got no alright well we will see you guys next time bye bye